Hello everybody, it is Thursday, November 16th, and you are listening to episode 172 of the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Hugh, and I have three lovely co-hosts this week. Well, two and Matt. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Hello, so Matt. <laughs> Say hello, Matt. Come on. Oh, hey. <laughs> there you go. Good morning. <laughs> I am with Miss Sam Suvak. Hello. And Miss Kelsey Labati. Hello. So yeah, me and me and Kelsey have been um, we've talked a lot today. Um because I <laughs> make, it, make it seem like we never talk. We talked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, even even more so than usual. Um purely on the basis of the fact that um Tim Hortons opened in Cardiff yesterday, so it was like a little bit of Canada came to my hometown so we've been i've been eating and live reviewing timbits <laughs> for the last few hours um via text with kelsey and um as a result i gave myself heartburn so um a little life tip for you do not eat 10 timbits as well as your evening dinner um because it will mess with your guts can we play a game where sam and i try to guess who Tim Horton is. Yes. <laughs> oh my I'm god, so Kelsey's honored. so excited right now. You guys can't even see her face. She's like so excited. Oh my I god. don't even know who he is. He just makes coffee, doesn't he? Okay, okay. so he he is a, okay. he's like a celebrity that started a restaurant, right? Oh. Okay, he no, is no a more hints, no more hints. Known person that started a restaurant. Semi semi known, yeah. Okay. It's like <laughs> Canadian 20 questions. Like, they have to be yes or no questions. So, yeah. That's that a game. Talking question. games. This is a game. <clears throat> okay. Do we, are, we, are we just... How are we doing this, Matt? Because I'm oh, not you, have you can play I'm, as well if he has no idea yeah. who Tim is. Is he male? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I don't know why I've, I, I kind of bad for you the answer is so obvious though like that's the only clue i'll give it's very is he a retired hockey player yeah oh my god he's <laughs> just like cracking up right now he is, he? is. miles hey, gilbert uh, tim horton oh, this would have been a fun game if it wasn't canada that's their only like if you no, want to be a success in canada put your ski now apologize for that kelsey you guys, I had a really fun story ready. I was I was going to say Tim Horton was a Mountie in like the 1920s. Good one, good one. And the French, the French royal family had come over to visit Canada. They got lost in the mountains, and he's the Mountie that saved them. And like that's his claim to fame. I mean, that makes but a I, much better story, his, you guys. His actual name is Tim Horton. <laughs> exactly. No, he's not Quebecois. <laughs> I, I was going to go with a member of Rush or the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, <laughs> he was in a well, he's not Geddy Lee with John Candy and Rick Moranis. Um, nice. Oh man, wouldn't it be cool if Geddy Lee opened a coffee shop? Uh, that would be really cool. He used to sit in a corner playing some sick bass while you're drinking your coffee and eating your your Geddy bits. <laughs> your Geddy bits. <laughs> you that, know that sounds hockey, that sounds man. even more suggestive than Tim bits. It does. What hockey team did he play for? Maple Leaves? <laughs> God, <laughs> <I hate it. laughs> Why are we laughing? I don't the most know why that's funny. predictable country in the world! 
Guys, oh, though, we know short. the secret to making Kelsey laugh, <laughs> like if you ever need it. Yeah, just stay stereotypical Canadian things. <laughs> I Did love you bathe it. in maple syrup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like the Canadian. Does he love Labatt Blue? <laughs> <laughs> She's just nodding now. <laughs> okay, right then. Let's do some lightning rounds, shall we? Um, let's have a look. Matthew, because you haven't added your stuff to the dock, which I filled <laughs> in with some random old games, probably, um, you are going to go first. Uh, I thought Matt had put that in there. <laughs> um, no, so, actually, I... I not old games, I don't think. Uh, the only thing I got is uh, the Mario Imagination, Illumination, Illumination, Imagination Studios. The Despicable Me mm-hmm. folks are making a Mario movie, or looks like they're making a Mario movie, which is not that big of a surprise because Universal and Nintendo now have uh, a bit of a partnership. Uh, that studio is in-house at universal so it just kind of seems like makes sense but uh but yeah let's say we're getting an animated mario movie probably which i am okay with yeah i i'm quite happy as long as it does it they well they can't bring back bob hoskins because he's he's dead expired yes oh um yeah as long as they don't go down that route then i'll be happy I, here's think, the thing, though. Oh, go ahead, Sam. Do you think they'll have um, like Mario and crew speaking in English, or do you think it'll be more of like a Minions where they don't really talk? They just have like gibberish or whatever. Yeah, like, or whatever. Oh, it was on you. That's all. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because like, here's, do you do you cast him like with someone else, or do you just give Charles Martinet the uh, like how you've been doing Mario voices in the video games for thirty years? Just do you just hire him as a star because I mean, he's not really a star he just does mario voices uh i don't know where yeah, they can I can, go with i can't this. imagine mario sounding like anybody else though yeah. and, and i'm not sure i'd want him to yeah at this point especially especially this is going to be classic animated mario ass mario uh you, you you come with a certain level of expectation like if he's all of a sudden like sounds like bill Hader, it's going to be weird but I don't. I don't know that I could sit through a full movie of Mario yeah. video game voice Mario. You know. Yeah. That, that little. I don't it, know. That, that's the weird thing. I mean, there's not much of a plot uh, here. I mean, but you know, you, you can always just point at the Lego movie and say they made that thing work. That's true. Um, that's true. So, I, I don't. Angry Birds worked. Uh, that was a popular movie that had decent reviews that made money. So uh who could say mario if they were going to do it at least it's animated and oh. kelsey agree- disagrees oh dear. she is yeah. so angry she just left yeah. oh, she um just left she's resetting she's, she's fine okay. don't panic she's kelsey back. apparently uh <laughs> is 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 a little biased towards the live action 1993 mario movie and is upset <laughs> that we never actually got a uh a sequel. When I uh, this is actually kind of a, a weird little uh, non sequitur, but it's it's uh, I whatever I it's my lightning round. Uh, when I first started at talking uh, comics, I interviewed a. What was your lightning round? 
No. I, I interviewed a, an Carry artist on. that had collaborated with someone to make a sequel to that 1993 uh, Mario movie in a comic book form. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it, it, I think they had like finished it. They made it as like a web comic, uh, and it was pretty. It was. It looked like you know, it fit the aesthetic, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think any anybody was in too much demand for a sequel to that movie. That was such a weird, yeah, weird movie. I wouldn't necessarily say um, it was bad, but it was. It was certainly a weird, bizarre movie. I know I saw it, but I really don't remember anything from it. So that's that's fine. Sam. But, I mean, I was yeah. young, so it, yeah. Just carry on living your life in that vein, and you you, <laughs> you won't you won't regret it. It was just really strange because, like, especially as thin of a well to draw stories from as Mario is now, it was even thinner in 1993, and it, they just went in some very strange directions. That like, uh, Koopa was like. Wait, was he like a? Was he trying to like devolve mammals or something like that? I think so. Yeah. 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 It was weird, but yeah, it was bonkers. And uh, he was played I by mean, Dennis Hopper, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it was played by Dennis Hopper. Uh, had a pretty decent cast. Uh, yeah, John Leguizamo as Luigi. Terrible movie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird one, but um, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's all I really oh. got as far as like anything video game e related. Um, it's quite alright. I, play, I played more Mario. Yeah. It's a good game. It is a good game. It um, really is a good game. <laughs> right then, Samwise, I'm quite interested to hear what you've got to talk about. So three minutes and go. Alright, so I downloaded South Park Phone Destroyer, which is a mobile game. Um, and it's like a real-time strategy collectible card game, which I'd never played anything like that, but uh, I was kind of getting into it. I was like, this is cool. You know, you put your different characters down to attack and do stuff. I was like, it's fine. It's fun. Um, but then I started thinking about it. So the first level that you play, the kids are dressed up and they're playing cowboys and Indians. And like, the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't, I don't really, I don't know that I feel good about like a game that's that's playing cowboys and Indians. It's just like... That's not really the most appropriate thing, you know, like the way when we were little, that was something that we did because we didn't know any better. But now, like with with Native Americans and thinking about how they're represented and, and portrayed, it kind of feels like it, it just kind of gave me a little oh, in my stomach. I was like, I don't I don't think I want to play this. So um, maybe I'm hoping that maybe further in the game, like one of the kids is like, hey, we shouldn't be doing this. Let's play something else. Uh, and that would make me feel good. But South no, Park game. I know, like South Park is, is there's always going to be something to offend somebody. So it just took yeah. me this long to find something. Uh, but anyway, so I'm not playing that anymore. Um, and then there's this game called Bury Me, My Love, which is also a mobile game. And I'd heard about it on the Polygon show and downloaded it. And then yesterday I heard out it was um, nominated in the Game Awards for Indie of the Year, which is pretty cool. So this game, it's like text messages back and forth between this couple. Uh, one is a woman who's trying to get out of Syria. And the, you're, you're playing as like her partner who I guess is in the U.S. or is somewhere, you know, safe out of the way. And it's just texting back and forth so far. And like nothing bad has happened yet. But just based on the title of the game, I feel like something horrible is going to happen. So, like, the whole time I'm very nervous about getting these texts and, like, seeing where she is in her journey and what's happening. Um, so we'll see what's, what's going to go with it. It's a, 
uh, kind of like a real time so you can set it to just go all at once or you can just leave it and like she'll text you something she's like oh I'm about to get on the bus I'll talk to you later and then the game will just sit there for you know 45 minutes an hour whatever until the next time she texts you so I'm trying to just be patient and let it play out naturally we'll see how long that lasts but um but it's interesting so far and I think it'll be a really uh impactful story so going through that and then Oh, so the third one is the Dauntless Beta. Cody got some uh, codes to get us into the closed beta. So I tried that out, and uh, it doesn't have controller support right now. So I am doing mouse and keyboard, which I hate. So um, <laughs> I've, I've played a little bit of it. The, the fun thing is you can make your character, and um, first off, you kind of you just pick two ancestors. And so they've got just... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going just a little Go bit for it. longer. Go for it. It's fine. Um, so you pick uh, from just like these these characters that are there and like it kind of mixes them together to give you like a base character. Um, like you're descended from these two people and then you can go through and edit and do fine tweaks for, for whatever you want. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then you just go into this world and you're you're gathering resources and then fighting giant monsters. And I did the first one and I don't even know how I survived it. It was so rough because like me walking with the keyboard is just horrible. Um, but somehow I managed to defeat it. I went to the village, got some quests, got some upgrades, and then it sent me on my next journey where I finally got to uh, group up with some people. So I had two buddies with me on the second hunt and it went a lot better when there's, when there's buddies with you. Cause I mean, someone's distracting the monster. You can kind of heal a little bit. You can get, it just works a lot better uh, with, with a hunting party rather than just one person. So Hugh, I watch you did, I think Cody gave you a code for this one too. He did. Yeah. I haven't, I've downloaded it. I just haven't had a chance to try it yet. Um, from what oh. you said, it's a bit different to what I was expecting it to be, to be honest. Oh. I, I thought it was, um, like, it sounds like it's a little bit like Evolve, but it's not as much like Evolve as I thought, um, which I'm pleased about. Um, it's mostly more like, like Monster Hunter World, I think. Yeah. So that, I was completely just wrong in my oh. expectation awesome. of the game. So I would like, um, after he, he renewed talk about it i think i will be more inclined to have a go with it but it, like over the weekend i was playing um other stuff so which i'll talk yep. about momentarily so but yeah that that sounds really cool i like that come play that. with me because i don't want to play too much by myself yeah, but if you're we'll, with me i would enjoy it more so we'll give yeah. it a go on the weekend sometime cool um uh, right i shall go next um so um I've been playing um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 a lot. Um, I started playing um, last weekend because I subscribed to the EA Origins thing and they got like a 10-hour trial on there. So I was I was just playing the um, multiplayer until I crumbled and played the little bit of the um, story mission, or campaign rather, that's on there. Um, but now, because I pre-ordered the game, I've got full access to it on on PS4, um, and I'm really enjoying the storyline so far. There's, if you're a Star Wars fan, it does some really cool things and drops some little tidbits of information into like the lore that kind of makes you go, "Ah, oh, that's cool." Um, 
it looks amazing. Like the graphics in that game are stunning. Um, like I. What, was are, you, what are you playing it on? Um, now I've actually like my bought version of the game is on PS4, but okay. the, like the trial I was playing on PC. Um, it looks incredible on PC, like on ultra, like full graphics, 1080p. It just looks nuts. Like what that game looks like in 4K, it must be mind blowing. Um, but yeah, the the campaign is really cool. Um, set pieces are like really like stunning, like really well staged. One or two of them go on a little bit longer than they should. They kind of like overstay their welcome, and you kind of like. You get to the end of one bit and then it starts another bit and you're like, really? Like, you're stringing this out a little bit. Um, but so far, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, but there's other things surrounded by that game, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, I also bought, on the back of what Justin said last week, um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Now, I'm not someone who's a fan of Assassin's Creed Origins because I don't like... Like, I've never got on with the controls. They always frustrated the hell out of me and uh, I hated it where I'd be climbing up something and then your character would just be like, I don't want to be climbing up this anymore. I'm just going to jump the fuck off. Um, but this one, because of when it's set, there's not that much in the way of high buildings to climb. And when you are climbing, it works really well. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Like it's um, That's another game that looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'm playing it on my PC. So I've got the graphics like as as good as they'll get um not too keen on the fact that they've got in-game purchases for loot boxes but i'm not going to touch that stuff so um you know i'm going to vote with my inaction in that respect um but yeah everything justin said about it last week is completely true um it's just gorgeous it's got this tons to do the world the map is huge like i would say it's probably equal on a scale to maybe like horizon like it's a big map um tons of life to the world and just like it's interesting the story is really cool as well it's um not like a really cool um father and son type thing to it and it's quite quite sad as well um so I, I recommend that and i never thought i'd see the day i'd recommend um an assassin's creed game i started horizon zero dawn frozen wilds i played it for about 45 minutes to an hour um so far i've just played enough of it to go wow this looks beautiful which i don't like is no surprise because that game is stunning and i got my switch back yay, yay. um and i yeah you know, um just a little side note Nintendo's service in terms of fixing stuff, um, when they sent my Switch back to me, um, they actually extended my warranty by a year, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I was quite pleased with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I, the irony being, I haven't really <laughs> touched it much because I've been playing other stuff. Um, I, touched, I, I switched it on, um, loaded up Mario Odyssey, because I wanted to see if my saves and that were still there which they were, um, and I kind of, like, I loaded it up, loaded it into, I think I was still on, like, New Donk, and I just kind of left it there, and um, I never noticed before that, like, if you leave Mario long enough, he goes to sleep, and he starts sleep-talking, but he starts, like, he says, like, the name of, like, pastas in his sleep. Oh, yeah, it's classic, <laughs> man. He's been doing that since 64. Um, so, yeah, I... I 
that just amused me greatly. So, yeah, yeah. that's me. Right. Kelsey, you get to go. I get, I'm guessing uh, that, that big cheesy. I'm going <laughs> to yes. <I> go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't say yes. You just smiled. Okay, go. Uh, I haven't been doing much because finals are approaching and I have a shit ton of essays to do. So I've only been playing Mario, really. Uh, but I did get a chance to try the co-op mode to finish the game. We were in the Luncheon Kingdom, me and my friend, and uh, I decided to try co-op with her because I wanted to see what it's like. I don't normally play co-op games, so I was excited to at least try it, and I knew the Mario one was like pretty cool, but I wasn't sure how it was going to work and if we were both going to have fun, uh, one playing Mario, one playing Cappy. But we did end up... Um, really having a lot of fun and I think because we did co-op in those last few levels it helped me beat the game a bit faster because she was able to focus on certain things and I was able to focus on other things so for example like enemies that I don't really want to pay attention to because I have to focus on like rolling boulders or for the luncheon kingdom for example like rolling peppers and um it was good to have her there to like take care of minor characters like that were coming to hit me but like I wasn't really paying attention to them um how but the shitty thing is is that like once you take over the character uh you only one player gets to play so that was a bit like not annoying but kind of boring for the other person uh, and then I ended up beating the game I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to spoil. Just that it was really cool. I, I like the ending, so I'm after the credits now. I'm not as intense as Matt and Justin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm determined. Like, my boyfriend's like, you're ridiculous. You're never going to get, during finals, you're never going to get that many phones. <laughs> but I'm determined. I'm going to do it. I'm in the Mushroom Kingdom now. And... Every, every time I look at something, I'm like, oh, man, that's another moon that I didn't notice previously. And I'm like, no kidding. They have, like, 500 moons. I'm just running around. And I don't even notice, like, half of them. <laughs> it's like you, you walked past a random bush moon. Congratulations. <laughs> because sometimes I look, and I'm like, this looks like a moon would be here. So, for example, like, in the Mushroom Kingdom, there was just this tree with, like, the raccoon tail. I forgot what the raccoon's called then. Tanuki. Yeah, exactly. And so it had a tail. And I was like, oh, there's for sure a moon here. Like, So I climbed. And then I got to the top and there was no moon. So I was like, okay, what the hell? <laughs> so I just walked away. Throw your hat at the tail. Yes, I know I did it after. You <laughs> spoiled everything. That was my story. I'm not the one talking about the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> that was my story. You throw it at the branch. It's not even funny anymore. I'm so, I'm so actually, sorry. I'm I sorry. actually just remembered the one thing I did do on um, Mario Odyssey when I loaded it up. Seeing as how my Switch would now connect online, um, was and because I, I was in New Donk, I could look at the um, leaderboards for the jump rope and the RC car challenge. So I tried to jump rope. I got to about 45, tried it a few more times. I was like, this is frustrating. I won't bother anymore. I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll go over to the RC car thing and see how I can do over there. Because Justin said he was like, oh, I've got like the number one spot right now. Because I've got like 
he's around about like just over 24 seconds um i beat him by about half a second so currently i'm top <laughs> and good job hugh don't screen cap. you're gonna drive Screens. me crazy screen cap oh it's he knows i sent it to him the second it happened so and it was he was just like yeah I, I just did it for the moon i was like yeah all right mate he's like i'm not competitive hmm really sam do you still hate that game I never hated that game. I think that's what you said last week. I think that's what I said I like it a lot, candidates. but I don't. I, I don't said... love it as much as everybody else loves it. I and because of that, I hate it. That's right. Right. That's what. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Sam, the gaming hipster. What? Do hipsters hate Mario? Well, you know they they like things that nobody else does. Is Kelsey confirming that? <laughs> I... Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hipsters uh, are terrible. Who hates Mario? Yeah, no. He's an it's innocent. It's because he's mainstream and sold out, man. Um, right. Movie. Okay. So we're gonna. We've got quite a few news items to get through this week. Um, we're gonna start with a couple of um, shitty ones, um, and then we're yes. gonna get to happy ones. So basically, if you didn't hear this week, um, I'm going to sort of give a very um, abridged version of events. Um, it basically came out, someone did a bit of research into how long it would take you to unlock um, the locked heroes in Star Wars Battlefront 2. And they basically worked out to get the 40,000 credits you need to unlock Vader um, without spending real money on loot boxes which on like on average usually give you um some in-game credits as a reward um they worked out that if you're a a competent you know a mid-level player because you get credits depending on how well you do in the game it would take you 40 hours um without spending any credits on anything else in the game um to get enough credits to unlock Vader. And understandably, people were like, okay, uh, that's really annoying. Um, and then there was um, Dice posted um, a thing about progression on Reddit, um, which basically um, didn't really go particularly well for them. Um, it became the most downvoted um post in reddit history yeah. by i think about 15 to 20 times more <laughs> down votes than the previous worst um and then um i think basically the best way to p put it was ea have backpedaled so much recently that they probably could have done the tour de france backwards <laughs> um because basically then they came out and they were like right um we're gonna reduce how much credits you need to unlock these heroes by about 75 percent. so to unlock vader you've gone down from forty thousand credits to 15 um by which time people who were already annoyed because of what happened with the pay to win issue were already like obviously pissed off again understandably and people were starting to refund the game on um, EA Origin um, on the PC. 
And it got to the point where there was so many people trying to refund the game that there was a 60-minute wait to go into EA's live chat um, online. Um, so then EA thought it would be wise to remove the refund button um, <laughs> and, and encourage people to go on a phone line. Um, uh, so basically, they kind of shot themselves in the foot a hell of a lot. Um, personally, I was already of the mindset that I wasn't going to spend any real money on this game anyway. Um, like, I'm kind of I'm glad EA addressed what people were angry about, but to me, once you've already annoyed your your player base, you you gotta be careful to make sure you don't do it again because people aren't stupid and the way um like it was all very underhand and the fact of the matter is with the volume of gaming journalism and so on and so forth out there and there was already like a magnifying glass on this game someone at some point was gonna figure out um how like tough it was to unlock these um the heroes in the game um so ea just basically shot them well they didn't just shoot themselves in the foot they basically like removed their legs up to the hips i think <laughs> i i think the biggest well i mean there's a lot of problems with this um i i i think the whole backpedaling and like reducing the point value by 75 percent is a bit insulting because it's not fixing the mistake it's just making the mistake more bearable uh, at this point, they're reducing it to a point where they're still going to be making money off of it uh, and not solving the problem that most people have with the product. Uh, it, they're also, I mean, it's Star Wars, so they're going to be appealing to such a mass audience that I would say probably somewhere between 60 to 80% of the people that buy this game don't know about this stuff at all, don't care Probably wouldn't be spending the, the, the DLC money anyway, but at the same time, uh, you know, they're buying a pretty, a thinner product than they probably anticipate. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it, initially when I started hearing about the loot box stuff and I played the beta, I thought to myself, well, I don't. I don't care. I don't care because I'm not. I'm not an excellent player. It's not that big important to me. But as time has gone on, and, and like just small things have been adding up, it just. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm still gonna buy the game. Still gonna play the game, but I, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm going to uh, come back to it as much as I did the first one. Uh, I've heard things like I've heard the complaint that apparently the point values you get for playing is based predominantly on time spent as opposed to how well you do. So that's problematic uh, already because even if you are excellent, it's not like you're getting to Vader that much more quicker. Uh, you're, you know, you might get a few more points. Uh, if, if it's anything like uh, Battlefront 1, like your average game, like you, if you play like the, uh, the Walker Assault or whatever, that 30 on 30 or whatever, uh, or was it 20 on 20 or 25 whatever it's a lot of people versus a lot of people uh, you don't even get a thousand of those points and beta was worth how much 
like 7,500 or 7,000 or something like that yeah yeah i think somewhere around there some huge number like when you play normal walker assault like you get maybe like 600 700 points and it's Mm -hmm. just you know it's like a 25 minute uh experience so i don't know man it just seems it seems like a mess all around and i think uh i think I, i think you know while they are trying to fix things, I don't think they're going to fix the solutions to where uh, they're going to make this game. I think I don't think they can fix it uh, too much at this point. Uh, I think all they can do is make their problems less. No, of a major it's problem. basically it's basically firefighting now. I mean, the, the damage is done. Um, yeah, it's a shame yeah. too. It is a shame because you don't, you know, you don't. There's just so much ill will towards this game and strictly speaking it's not even released yet even though there's tons of people playing it but hey ho right we'll move it, on from well, that one last thing Go i'm on, sorry Matt, make uh, one but, more point i'm sorry it, it's this is the kind of stuff that's going to burn people out on star wars more than anything this assumption that star wars fans are just in it for the shit just in it for you know like the the souvenirs the 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 pogs the the toys the the games the comics they're just in it for uh star wars shit over actual star wars content uh and i mean don't get me wrong i i i could turn around and probably point to four things that are star wars that's right behind me right now uh we do like our star wars shit but this direct assumption that we'll throw money at anything i mean clearly that's what they're taking advantage of here mm-hmm <laughs> But yeah, and, and they were basically Corn Castle. There's also like, there's also um, a social aspect to loot boxes as well that a lot of people like don't really consider. Like, mm-hmm. um, I know that they've decided that loot boxes aren't like gambling, but they are very much attributed to an addictive personality. Oh yeah, and um, people who need to have the best, and it's just not unfair. But like, for me, let's say like when I played the first Battlefront, like it was very annoying for me to like constantly be like the burden of a specific mission or whatever because I I don't spend a lot of time like especially in multiplayer kind of games and to have even another thing to like put me in the back burner like I'm I don't plan on playing a lot of a lot of multiplayer like I'll definitely try it but the part of this game like going with what you said is the story like I'm more interested in the campaign part of it than the multiplayer as a Star Wars fan. Um, so it's not only touching upon like what they believe Star Wars people want and like um, buying everything that is Star Wars. It's more like um, attracting those people who need everything and who and who are who have addictive personalities and that's especially what it's targeting because it's random, it's chance and there's a part that is exciting no matter what people want to admit about it, that it's a, a chance. And so, like, I'm just I'm just so tired of this, like, loot box rhetoric that all these companies are doing. And, like, this is just one more that just, it makes me roll my eyes. Yeah, yeah. and this is, this has been especially bad for it. I mean, with, like, um, Shadow of War, you could buy loot crates. Like I said, Assassin's Creed, you can. And it's just getting silly. And, like, it's just, like you say, it's just, sort of preying on those people who do um 
like want everything in the game and they want it quickly mm-hmm. and it, you know they want that risk re- reward thing of like having that you know i might get something great out of this and then when they open it they they might not and they'll be like oh, just one more and it's just it's it's underhand and i i don't like it like i i appreciate the fact that they're giving us content for free on the back of it but they should have looked at overwatch and gone right those guys are giving people stuff for free they have a loot box and in-game economy in that game and people spend a lot of money on it because they don't really thrust it upon you like they've they admitted it was a bit weird with like you getting a lot of duplicates and they've addressed that so they get people spend the money on the game just purely out of goodwill because they treat the fan base right um and it's you know it's just getting a bit too much now it's, it's a it's a two steps forward, one step back thing. They 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 clearly don't want to solve. I mean, when Battlefront One came out, there was no campaign. People were livid. Uh, they solved that problem by, okay, we'll give you this, but we're gonna talk take this back too, uh, to where you know. I mean, I, I guess we're currently falling for it right now, talking about it, where it's just like, you know, obviously we care. We want this to be good. Uh, when Battlefront 3 comes out, because it definitely will, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to see, you know, what thing did they make awesome and uh, what thing did they compromise on that annoys us this time. Yeah. Uh, instead so. of just giving us a total package, because they know if when they give us a total package, you know, well, what's more to buy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, that, right. that, that might be conspiracy theorists, but I, I don't know. It just It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I just want to spend, so, I, I just want to spend sixty dollars and play a game. That's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. Okay, we'll put a pin in that one. Um, deep in it, deep in it, like yeah. dissection style. Just watch it burst. Um, so um, the second bit of poopy news, um, and we will call this the poopy news section, the official <laughs> the official talking games designation for it. Um, Disney have shut down um gazillion entertainment's um marvel heroes game which is the mmo um it's been out on pc i think five years and playstation nine this months year. to a year maybe sam yeah, I yeah think it was a- this april this year maybe um so they're Statement is very short. It says, We regret to inform our Marvel Heroes fans that we have ended our relationship with Gazillion Entertainment and that the Marvel Heroes games will be shut down. We would like to sincerely thank the players who joined the Marvel Heroes community and will provide any further updates as they become available. Um, so around all of this, um, I, like reading the article on Kotaku, like apparently they, there was like quite a few rounds of layoffs at um, Gazillion. Um, but with everything else they've got, that company have got going on, because I think they might be the company that oversees Star Trek Online as well. So they've got like uh, like their fingers in other pies as well. So I don't think they're like circling the pan as a company in that respect. But apparently there was a lot of um, like accusations of. Um, sexual harassment within the company and and stuff so reading between the lines it looks like disney have more or less deemed that their relationship with that company is no longer viable um 
Sam, as well, undoubtedly the person who's put the most time into <laughs> this game, um, how are you feeling? Like, it's disappointing. I'm disappointed. I haven't played the game for ages, but I'm disappointed. It's a shame because it's a fun game. So this just completely blows my mind. Like, I can't even fathom, like, how this happened. Um, I mean, it it takes into question, like, the reliability of any game that you play that's, like, an ongoing game like this. I'm like, what if, for whatever reason, just, like, Bungie has problems and they decide to shut down Destiny 2, you know? I mean, more people play that, but, like, what what is that? Marvel Heroes, it's been out here. People have been playing it. They've been putting money into it. Um, I mean, it hasn't even been out a year on PS4, and they just all of a sudden shut it off. I'm like, okay, so first, like, if they've got an agreement with Disney Marvel, like, how did they just break their agreement? I'm sure it didn't just suddenly run out. It didn't run out, like, nine months after they launched on PS4. Um, I guess they had to... I don't know. And, I mean, I, I would think Disney would try to buy out gazillions property of it so that they could keep the game going because people love this game and it was a lot of fun and to just all of a sudden take it away i just i don't know i'm not making any sense because it doesn't make any sense in my head i just i can't understand this they did it yeah. recently with avalanche or not recently but a few years ago with avalanche with disney infinity i mean i know toys for life games now are kind of dead but uh at the time that disney shut down that uh they were still you know, they weren't uh, dying on the pegs uh, like other toys for video game stuff What uh, were going out. Uh, I don't know. Disney's Disney's weird. Uh, they will... I mean, they, they shut down uh, LucasArts. They shut down uh, other game companies that they're tied to because they just don't... It, it's very bottom line, I guess, with a company like Disney. And if, uh, if uh, they can't see... It's not about keeping a steady income. I, I think if they can't see, you know, an opportunity for it to constantly get better or something, they just, they, they cut it out and they've done it. Uh, they do this quite a bit, actually. Yeah, and I think, I don't think the fact that, um, like, there's been a lot of occasions recently where Gazillion have let the players of that game down with, like, promising new content and events mm -hmm. and stuff and it just didn't happen and like you know it's reading between the lines and it's speculation that the whole sort of you know the accusations at the company and the fact that they they've been so lax with things that have been the cause cause of this but you know well, like and, you see and it's also possible on. that this i mean this has been coming and they knew it's been coming so they're not putting any resources behind it and that's why everything nothing's been that's happening true, yeah. they knew it was yeah. coming so there was no yeah point. i mean some, um, that's a good point i mean something out. like this wouldn't happen yeah. overnight so um that rounds up talking games poopy news um, we can find more. no let's listen to a morose podcast um Let's go into happy news where yeah. games are going to be celebrated. Um, so this week saw um, the announcement of the 2017 Game Awards nominees. Um, and I think, unsurprisingly, this year is going to be like a stellar year in terms of just like nominations and winners. Like pretty much every game that is going to be nominated for this awards show is probably going to be an incredible video game. Um, so I'll run through um, 
just a I'll, I'll sort of cherry pick the the big um categories um so nominees for the game of the year are horizon zero dawn persona 5 player unknowns battlegrounds super mario odyssey and the ledger of legend of zelda breath of the wild um apparently that surprised me here on this one was persona 5 like this is kind of the first time i've heard it's kind of getting discussed as a game of the year i mean Uh, i'm playing it and it's fun but i'm just like huh this it is... was like really, really well critically yeah. received. Yeah, a lot of game. people like uh, in general like Persona, and mm-hmm. I think this one was like r- it really took the cake. Like I think a lot of people really did enjoy it, um, and I like I do find it weird, but I also find it weird that like a game that hasn't even been released is also on it, right? Because PUBG yes. it hasn't been released yeah. either, right? It's just a beta. But I, I feel um, like PUBG it's is going like to be I agree. all its own. I agree. It's, I think a lot so of people big. played it. And I and, and I thought it was released for the longest time. And then I heard that it wasn't <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And so like I um, understand. I just yeah. it hasn't been released yet. It's it, not even it's not even at its best. Like shouldn't shouldn't it get a chance when it's like at its best? I don't know. Right. And does this mean next year when it is? Does it get another shot? Because it is officially really? Yeah, it's, it's no. strange. Or right? are people going to be like, oh, it's already been out a year. Why are we still talking about it? You know I mean, mean, there are a lot of game awards do go do have awards for ongoing games, which this mm-hmm. award show does. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll see nominations in there. There's old games. But, I mean, PUBG has 20 million plus players. It's broken the record numerous times for like concurrent players on steam that game is like it's the breakout hit of the year i mean when you consider this game that is still in early access um, and came out of nowhere has um i think like 10 million players less than overwatch which you can get on every platform it's it's a it's a big game it's well then if you explain it to me then why is it not released um it seems close. like they're getting like, their cake and eating it too a little bit. They've um, 1.0 um, went on the test server this week. In fact, I think it went on yesterday. Um, so we're looking at prob. I think I think it's due out mid December for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised around the time it's released for Xbox One, we get like version 1.0 and its full release for PC around the same time because right now they're testing massive optimization for the game the vaulting system um and so on and so forth so we're not far off since what april yeah i mean it seems crazy that's not released yet yeah i mean i think that's the thing i mean i've been playing um dead cells Mm. for like months and months and months um which is a um, it's probably in my top ten of the year. Actually, that's still in early access as well, and it's just it's just the way like Steam games work these days. It's mm. it's a bit of a funny platform, early access. Um, so moving on, best game direction: Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. I think actually I read some with a Nintendo. Are the most nominated developer. I'd, I'd believe it because a lot of stuff is going to have both of those games yeah. in the top. Year. 
I, I actually like did a bit of a like you know clenched my fist I was like yes Nintendo yeah <laughs> they, they're back big time this year um, I got my best narrative because story mm-hmm. and games matter mm-hmm. regardless of what you say Sam what <laughs> wonderful the story is in horizon zero dawn i'm Seems a little your pissed leg. off that mario is nominated for so many things I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that for almost everything that mario is nominated for zelda is as well because then they can split yeah. the vote and horizon can win so it's all good to me oh that's a good point uh, i think um, i know yeah. which which i think i know which way that 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 direction swings uh hey man i know it's gonna but, be fine mm. so best narrative hellblade senua's sacrifice Horizon Zero Dawn, is that again? Nia Automata, What Remains of Edith Finch, I love that game, and Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Um, so some great um, games in there. Um, best Art Direction, Cuphead, I personally think should probably walk this category myself. Uh, Destiny 2, that one I'm a bit like, it's a good looking game, but nothing spectacular. Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Persona Five, and The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Persona Five just oozes cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game is just so it's it's groovy. It's All of those games, for except for Destiny, I can kind of see it. Yeah, Destiny's Destiny's a weird one on there for me because it I just don't see how like it's a great looking game, um, but. Well, yeah, well, when it came out, a lot of people were like very into the art. Um, I saw a lot of screenshots for the game, so I can understand why it would be mm. put in that category. Because I think when it came out, everybody was like sure. thoroughly impressed. Yeah, it I guess. Seems to have, sorry, I guess for me, it's a law of diminishing returns because the aesthetic is kind of you know similar mm. to me having put like hundreds of hours into the original Destiny. I guess it's kind of you know. The law of diminishing returns, but yeah, no doubt a lot of effort and you know craft went into the. Well, probably a lot of people looks. too like got into the game this year as well because they heard such good things right. about the first one. That's true. So the art might not look uh, used and old to them because it, it was probably very impressive to like newer players. Yeah. Well, That's from true. what I understand, it 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 looks and it sounds as if it has a lot more personality than the first Destiny. Oh. By yeah, leaps and bounds, leaps yeah, and so. bounds. It's like oh, yeah. in that respect, it's it's massively superior to the first one. I, mean, I don't want to sound uh, like I'm, I'm harping on Zelda, but I mean, there is moments in that game that are absolutely stunning, uh, yes. especially for given what it is and what mm-hmm. platform it's on. Yes, uh, but yeah, I agree. It it it's a gorgeous game. Um, best score or music: Cuphead, Destiny Two. Nia Automata, Persona 5, Super Mario Odyssey, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That is a stacked category. I know, some of these are so tough. You could put a cigarette paper between those ones. <laughs> Persona. I love, I love the music in all of those games. Although I haven't played Nia Automata, I've heard the... Oh, that's, the... I, I had to vote for that one, because that one it's... gets stuck in my head the most. It's just so mm. memorable for me. And so. I, love, I love the Cuphead soundtrack as well. My, my friend loves the Persona soundtrack, and I'm with him. I, uh, I, it's that, awesome. With that category, it just, as far as things that I have heard and stuff, I have 
Ah, but Cuphead does have a really amazing soundtrack too. Yeah, okay. That's... The Cuphead soundtrack is so cool, yep. so cool, and it's it's different as well, which is one thing I really yeah. like about it. Um, best audio design: Destiny Two, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, Resident Evil Seven: Biohazard, Super Mario Odyssey, and The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, I guess in terms of that's kind of like how well the audio in the game is used as opposed to like Mm -hmm. the score as such i'm surprised that star wars battlefront 2 isn't in there because the audio in that game is unsurprisingly awesome given how it's star wars but that being said that is another stacked um category like i've played about two hours of hellblade and the way they use sound in that game is so clever yes i mean it's hands down hellblade for me but yeah i think in terms of how yeah in terms of sound as a mm-hmm. a facet of the game exactly I, yeah i don't i agree with you there sam i don't see how it could be I, like i else. haven't played hellblade but just by what i've heard about it like i think that alone it it's just a, a masterful use of sound like it's an yes. aspect that i that you don't expect going in and then it surprises you, and it works so well with the narrative that I just think on that alone, that creative way of using sound is 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 win worthy in a way. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, so sorry, but Zelda, <laughs> uh, when you're when you're fighting in Zelda and you have that xylophone that da 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 da, da and like you know you know when you're about to deal in like the death blow, and when they do things like time music to your fight. So it naturally ends when you defeat something. Mm-hmm. That's also a pretty uncanny thing. That is clever, yeah. But I, I'll be devil's advocate and say that like audio cues, music cues in video games aren't anything new. Sure, that's but true. In in Hellblade, the the audio in terms because you've got voices mm-hmm. like that game you play, you need to play it with headset yes. on. Um, you've got multiple voices going on and they're coming from all angles. They sound like they're above you, below you, to your left, to your right. They're all over the place and they're constantly like speaking to you. And in terms of like, it's an actual, um, I guess you could say mechanic Mm -hmm. in the game. And I think in terms of like it actually being a part of the game itself, I think Hellblade from what I've played wins yes. but i, I can't really back one. mario's horse i i, <laughs> I i'm on, on this one i can't it's just it doesn't have a horse okay that's why i can't back um, yoshi best performance i think this one is gonna be walked by ashley birch for aloy in horizon zero dawn oh so this is performance by like a voice actor or something yes okay. brian bloom for wolfenstein to the new colossus is bj blaskovitz Claudia Black in Uncharted The Lost Legacy is Chloe Fraser. Laura Bailey in Uncharted The Lost Legacy is Nadine Ross. The back and forth between those two in that game is cool. Mm-hmm. And Melina Jurgens in Hellblade as Senua. And she was fantastic. So, I mean, she's I mean, she's really putting up a fight in that category because, yeah, I mean, what she did another, was amazing. Let's just say that out of, out, of the, what, out of the five, like there are four women. So I think that's fantastic yeah. as well that we had so yeah, many yeah. strong female awesome. characters this year. And, Ashley Birch as Aloy, like the the way she delivers mm-hmm. the sass. Yes, I love it. It's just so, oh, it's so good. fantastic. Like it, it, she's just like she's a badass, but she's absolutely like she's really endearing as well. 
I'm um, so happy for her. I in college I used to watch Hey Ash, what you playing all the time. Mm. Uh, her little web uh, comedy that she had with her brother, and uh, it's so nice that she's like her star has just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. Right. Okay. We'll skip a few. Is there um, any kind of like lifetime achievement or Hall of Fame kind of? Um, oh, Usually it's these look. things like to throw one of those out there. I'll do this category because it's like games that actually like have an impact on you. Funnily enough, because mm. it's called the Games for Impact category. Um, Bury Me, My Love, yep. uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Night in the Woods, Please Knock on My Door, and What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, I've not played a couple of the games on there, but that, again, the games I have played on there are all very effective. Yes. Yep. Um, That's a tough one as well. Yeah. Best ongoing game, Destiny 2. Grand Theft Auto Online, um, Overwatch, PUBG. I don't understand how that's in there. Rainbow Six Siege and Warframe. Um, we all move on. Skip that, skip that, skip that. Um, most of them are just specific um, sort of genre-based categories, so we'll skip those. Um, most anticipated game, um, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption 2, and The Last of Us Part I always hate this kind of category. It's yeah, so me weird. too. Yeah, I was going to say it's that. Weird. So weird. Yeah. It's just like, like you know, a popularity contest. Exactly, because if, 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 if old Battlefront 2 hasn't taught us anything, um, <laughs> you know, it yeah. just seems a really weird thing to start celebrating a game before. It's just like I mean, how, some of those how games don't even release board. dates. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it sounds more like a like a trade show E3 kind of thing uh, than yeah like the best yeah. of E3. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. reasonable there. I feel, but this is this strange, um, strange. So yeah, uh, as you can no doubt tell, there are like there's a lot of categories I skipped yeah. in it just to. But God of War, by the way, <laughs> I'm just one I'm more excited about. So. <laughs> mm. We know how you like. Buff men in loincloths, Matt. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, who, who does it really? Yeah, yeah, who doesn't? Well, you also, don't. he's a dad. <laughs> it's the beard for me. It's the beard. Um, I like his package. Um, so moving on from that, Matt's looking really confused now. I, I just want to know how we define package now. He's junk, dude. He's junk. Okay, okay. All right. Making sure. His loot box. Okay. I'm not about I would pay I'd pay for that DLC. (laughs) Um Okay. So Kelsey, speak to us about the horror that is going on in Pokemon right now. I'm glad you referred to it as a horror because it truly is. Uh I don't know how many people know a lot about Pokemon. This is a pretty standard fact. There was only one Pokemon, besides Legendaries, that spoke, okay? And it was Meowth. And he was a gift to everyone. And we need to check... What? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Mewtwo could speak telepathically. Okay, I'm not talking about the powerful ones. I'm saying, like, the the average Joes. Okay? Sorry. The small guys. Like the Squirtles. (laughs) Meowth. Meowth was the only one. And he has a sad story about how he learned. Hey, and I cried. Now, 
to get back to the topic, oh, yeah. Pokemon I Choose You is the, I, I think it's the 20th anniversary movie that was screening nationwide this week or last week. And um, a lot of people were disturbed by a certain scene. Um, oh, no, I know where this is going. <laughs> so in the Pokemon scene. Pokemon sex. Be, what? Nothing. Carry on. Okay. That's what I thought. So in the scene, basically, uh, Ash and Pikachu are teaming up. Uh, Ash gets chosen for the hero, and they enter a battle. Ash is not prepared. At the end of the battle, they all try to protect Ash, and then Spoiler. he tries to protect Pikachu. It's it's a it's a twenty year old movie. It's remade. Okay. They all try to protect Pikachu. No, he tries to protect Pikachu, and then Pikachu speaks, uh, and you. I don't know if you guys seen the video. It's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if I could play it. Like, I just want you... Like, people's reaction, they're like, literally, what the fuck? Like, the audience yeah. is like, what is The whole this? theater is just like, what? What the hell? He, you need to share this with us okay, immediately. Okay, because I have the video. I don't know if it'll sound right. Just um, send a link. Yeah. He's kind of like, hey, Ash. No, he doesn't okay, sound bro? like that at all. He sounds like a little baby. Okay, hold yeah, on. I know. I was put... This is good radio. Can you can you share it? I want I want to see this. I need to hear it in high fidelity, hi-fi. You missed it. It's not it. in hi-fi anyway. Somebody somebody recorded it on their phone in the cinema. What do I search on my YouTube? Oh, I'm gonna send it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I just want to know basically your thoughts. Freaked people out. Hugh, I need to hear this. A hell of a lot. Don't transition away from this. I need to That's, hear... This isn't fun for people to listen to. <laughs> right. Kelsey, send it to Matt. Matt, listen to it, and then we'll, we'll come back to it. That's later. reasonable. That's reasonable. So, um, Sam, speak to us about crazy-ass fighting game crossovers. Please. Okay. All right, for guys. For the love of God. So, there's stuff going on. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are going to be added as playable characters in Injustice 2, which is pretty awesome. And then also, um, Noctis, I think, from Final Fantasy is getting added to Tekken 7, which I don't know much about either of those. But it's just like, hey, something exciting that you wouldn't expect. So here's the thing. All these different characters are going in games where you wouldn't expect them. So my question for all of you was... What character or whatever would you like to see added to a fighting game that you would not expect to be there? Scooby Doo. <laughs> I like it. He powers up with Scooby Snacks before he goes into battle. Wait, which which game would yeah. he go into? Injustice. I would put him there. Okay. Okay. I think he, right. I think he'd do well. well Wanna run his own sense. Yeah, because yeah. like DC and like Scooby Doo, the I think they've had crossovers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The oh, they, should, they should put Elmer Fudd in as well. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, that good be comic there with, like, this a double year. barrel shotgun. Did you read Elmer Fudd and Batman, that comic that came out this year? Yeah, it was surprisingly it was really, good. It was really good. <laughs> um, Matt, did you I... have someone? Oh, I'm sorry, Hugh. Go ahead, Hugh. I would like maybe someone like Judge Dredd. Ooh, 
That would be pretty cool, I reckon. That would be good in, in Injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. I, I, I was thinking... I, I got nothing oh, go to ahead, go for Matt. it, Sam. I got okay, nothing. Uh, uh, all right, well, I was going to say, if we're going to go crazy, let's put Xena Warrior Princess in Injustice. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Her throwing yeah. down with Wonder yeah. Woman. She would do that, yay, yeah, 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 thing. Yes. Yeah, I'm into that. Well, then I, I'll put Kevin Sorbo, Hercules. No, I don't, I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> that thought did cross my mind. Oh, I know. They should put the tick in there. Oh. Uh, but it has to be classic tick. I don't want that Amazon series tick. No, no, no. Classic, like, yeah. you know. That would be cool. Um, did you guys oh, ever just, watch just... Danny Phantom? It was a Nickelodeon show. No. No. Nah, I was in we, college. We were kids a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot longer ago than you. Than I was you. voting and buying cigarettes. <laughs> I think he'd be cool too. <laughs> uh, um, who else could you have? Godzilla. Was, Godzilla. He would just like destroy everybody and like just step on them. I you're damn right he would. He's been in fighting games before and they're not good. Um, yeah, that's true. That's crazy. He should be unbeatable. I don't even understand. Well, he, fights, he fights other Godzilla monsters. So. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I don't fair. think there's ever been a good good Godzilla movie, to be fair. Uh, well, well, you're saying there hasn't been a good Godzilla movie? Not movie. Game. Oh. Oh, Sorry. okay. Ooh. Okay. I was about to say, that's... We almost had a, a fighting game of I'm, our own here. It's because I'm looking at my Godzilla DVDs. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of good Godzilla movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Godzilla's cool. Um, I've had many a lengthy conversation with Bob Ryer about Godzilla movies. Yeah, Godzilla kicks ass. Um, uh, I think it would be fun to have... There are like certain movie characters that I think would be fun in video games. Like, uh, like I know this is kind of a cliche, but like Ash from Evil Dead is always fun. Oh, yeah. Yes, that'd um, be good. Um, uh, Agent Del Cooper from Twin Peaks. And that'd just be existential. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It'll just confuse all the other characters. Cool. That's fair enough. Um, anybody else got anything? I'm just waiting for Pikachu's voice. That's all I'm waiting for. Oh, God. I sent um, it in Discord. Where? Of this, of this, of this call. <laughs> How oh. dare you accuse me? I don't know how this works. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, Sam also has some quick hits. Quick hits. Like Just exciting about. news for you guys. There's some fun free stuff going on for you so uh blizzard just announced or just i guess made it live uh starcraft 2 everyone can play for free on pc so i've never played that game but hey it's free now let's all go check it out um mm -hmm. this weekend only um overwatch is having a free weekend and rainbow six siege is having a free weekend um, normally, you know, if you were on PS4 or Xbox with those, you would still have to have your, uh, subscription to do online gaming. But if you're a PS4 person, 
this weekend only, you can play online for free without having to have your PS Plus membership. So you can take advantage of uh, these two free game previews that you might not have normally gotten to. So, uh, yeah, that's just some fun stuff you can do this weekend because I'm sure, like, you guys don't have any new games to play because, like, nothing cool has come out in a while. So you might as well just take advantage of these free games. Have a good mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And the chance to play both Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege for free. Uh, you know, go for it. If you've never played those games, I highly recommend them. Like, they're, I guess, two sides of the same coin, really, but, like, markedly different from the other. They're both, like, first-person shooters, but team-based, but very, very different from each other. So if you like first-person shooters and you're looking for something, then if either or both of those will probably be your cup of tea. Um, I would put Tim Horton in Smash Brothers. <laughs> I would play oh that. I would play that. He would throw little Timbits at people. No, he would oh. hockey hit him. He would. Oh well, I guess. Them. Flash. But right. his, his ultimate would be no. His ultimate would be the Timbits, and like he'd throw so many, and people would just be like, "Oh my god, I have to eat these!" So they would just stop and eat them all up, and then get fat yeah. and not be able to fight. So that's I don't know exactly. what they serve at a Canadian restaurant. Pine cones? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Ham that you call bacon. Canadian bacon. Thank you. Who I'm doesn't sorry. call bacon bacon? We no. have Although Americans bacon. have. We have bacon. Hey, this is Americans... another stereotype. Americans have that weird bacon where it's like a thin line of meat and then fat. Like streaky bacon isn't bacon. It's mo it should mostly be meat, not fat. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's not Man. like we celebrate that. It's just our pig suck. Well, you might you might do on your Thanksgiving day and you know, your weird thing. Turkey. It's turkey. No. That's going to be the you national bird. You put bacon on turkey to keep it moist. <laughs> it's true. It's the thing. Hey. Look it up. Cooking tips Lawson from did Hugh. It. Yeah, yeah. Nigella Lawson did it. But she's also usually high on cocaine. So there's that. Um, right, so we shall do a quick listener question. Um, we have one from... Actually, let's do these both of these quickly. So the, at the JFAS says, You're all fans of comics and other pop culture, movies, books, etc. What IP that's never been turned into a video game would you like to see made into a game? What type of game would it be? And what developer would you choose to make it? Um, my one, strictly speaking, is a bit of a cheat. Um, because they have had video games in the past. And one fairly recently. But I really want there to be a good third-person action-adventure Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Hmm. Um, and I would probably put it in the hands of Naughty Dog just to trust them with a good story. Um, so that, that would be my personal pick. I want a good TMNT game. Ninja Turtles? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would do Animal Farm. 
<laughs> the porn film? That's gross. What? what? Oh, come on. <laughs> There's a porn film no. called Animal Farm? Let's not talk about that. Stop. Wait, move on. You're disturbing move on. me. <laughs> um, I would do Animal Farm because I think it would be cool to play one of the farm animals but like like a telltale game like every time you say something to to the head pig and he's like napoleon remember that that's like shit <laughs> i just fucked yeah. up and then and you could i think it would be really never cool happened in you can choose like what sort of social socio-political sort of mindset you subscribe to george orwell was not some hbo comic Cursing. What? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. It would teach a lesson. Not a lot of people like reading classics. And it could it could put this classic on a twist. It's a good point. It's a very good point. I like that idea. Get it made, Kelsey. Get it done. <laughs> Stop messing around <laughs> learning stuff. Go and develop some video games for us. <laughs> also, Matt doesn't seem to be quick with any decent suggestions and he's trying right. to poo-poo yours kelsey <laughs> i got i got one you guys okay go for um, it sam have did any of you like hear of the movie doomsday that came out quite a while ago many years ago um it's it's a fantastic movie because it has like a little bit of everything so it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic world there's zombies there's high-speed car chases there's cannibals there's people with like knight armor and like jousting horses type stuff. Um, there's cybernetic eyes. So it's pretty much like everything that would make an exciting action movie is all like crammed into this movie. Um, and I thought it worked all right. So I would love a game about Doomsday. And uh, I would go ahead and have Ninja Theory do it because they did a fantastic job with Hellblade. They did a great job with Devil May Cry. Um, that's all I've played from them. But uh, they're high on my list and i think they could really go crazy and have some fun with it so that's my pick that does sound goofball so i like the sound of that matt i know i gave kelsey a hard time but <laughs> i would like an adaptation of to kill a mockingbird in the ace attorney style yeah <laughs> that'd be great yeah what would it have like like Scout, uh, I don't know. It's easy to say Telltale because it's so story-based. But I don't know. Uh, I guess... It, no. Uh, it, you remember that Bully game, or that Rockstar game Bully? Yes. Okay. So Ace Attorney style for the court scenes. Your open sandbox uh, game for, for Scout's adventures with... You know, finding Dill and Boo Radley and all kinds of other oh, across genre <laughs> epic. Exactly. Cool. It's a coming of age video game. Ray T for teen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> With target exclusive content. Exactly. Um, right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. The DLC, the loot box is, uh, <laughs> yeah. is um, buy more racist. <laughs> yeah. I think the world's got enough of that right now. Um, Right. Sarah, who is at Geek Country Lady, I think, on Twitter. Sarah Miles. Hi, Sarah. 
Hi, Sarah. Who routinely Hi. gets scared by Sam. Um, she says, I like Assassin's Creed, Dragon Age, and Borderlands, but don't fancy Assassin's Creed Origins right now. What should I be buying? Um, one of us replied through the Talking Games account, um, jokingly saying Assassin's Creed Origins. And whilst that was, um, you know, a bit a bit pissy, I suppose, shall we say? I, I do agree. Like, if you like Assassin's Creed, then it's a very good one of those. But if you're not, Man, um, I think if you like something like Dragon Age and Borderlands, maybe give yeah. Persona a try. Yeah, that sounds like right. For RPG, um, huh. that's possibly. Surprising. I know it's a little bit like off the beaten track in terms of those, but you maybe know, a, it, like a uh, Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. That yeah. wouldn't be a bad shout. Or Sleeping Dogs. That would probably be a good one. That's a very good video game and also very, very violent. Yeah, those crimey um, games are crimey. Yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, I'm going I'm going way off course with this specifically for Sarah because I think she should get Worms Battleground and then play it with me this weekend. So I'm just putting that out there. Um, but if she's looking for a serious suggestion, if she's willing to go like back a little bit, like maybe like PS3 level, um, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was a fantasy adventure game, and it was like so much fun. Um, and so I would recommend checking that out if you're feeling going back a little bit. I think she does have a I PS3, think, if I remember right. I think even Ori in the Blind Forest, just by the terms of like what you're... It's, this seems to be like visually pleasing games that she's put. I think Ori and the Blind Forest would be like a game she might enjoy for art alone, and the game's really great at the same time. Is she it gonna make a... her horribly sad though? Just give her a little warning, because I've heard that game's really sad. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, if you like if you like Borderlands, if you like first person shooters with like loot and lots of stuff to shoot, it might be worth trying Destiny. Yeah. Um, sure. And you won't be short of people to join. Star uh, Wars Battlefront Two. <laughs> mm, yes. Spend stupid amounts of money on that game. Um, I. Any other suggestions? So this is one I'm thinking about. It doesn't really match too much of. I mean, it might, but uh, did any of y'all ever play Eleanor? I haven't. Yes, when it first came out. Yeah, I've been tempted ever since they announced on the Switch. That seems like a fun game, but no, I mean, I, I don't think it would really work as a suggestion because it's 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 pretty story heavy and not at yes. all like. I mean, it, the closest thing I think I could liken it to, as far as what she listed, was maybe elements of Assassin's Creed, but. Not at all, like, fighty or anything. Just kind of, you know... I know it's a exploration-type game, uh, but just with a different setting. Yes, it yeah. is. It's a, it's a great game, though. It's well, and also, game. if she has any interest... I don't know if she's played before um, any of the Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor, or mm -hmm. if she wants to try out Shadow of War. Because, like I always said, um, Shadow of Mordor was my absolute favorite Assassin's Creed game ever. So, I mean... Yeah. 
yeah, Shadow of Mordor is a very good game. Shadow of War, I gotta be honest, I was very, very disappointed in that game. Um, I think probably my, maybe my disappointment of the year. But yeah, Shadow of Mordor, I agree that that was a great game. Um, okay. Also, I don't know if Sarah has a Switch. I don't think she does, but Zelda would be a good shout. There's elements uh, of pretty much everything in there. Especially Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you can climb literally everything. Um, yeah, I think Zelda fine. Zelda's a good a good one. Because I feel mm. like it has everything that she's looking for. So like, if she has a Switch, I think it would be actually like a perfect game. I mean, yeah. um, I think you hit the nail on the head there, right? Uh, and if you game. don't have a Switch, Sarah, <laughs> buy a Nintendo Switch. Because... It's a very good console. Hold on, console. hold on. If, I mean, if we're talking about perfect games, Sarah, why don't you just go play Horizon Zero Dawn? It's actually, I don't know if it's on sale right now, but on Black uh, Friday, I wasn't sure if she played it. I wasn't sure if she played it. I wasn't sure if she played it. That is a good chat. That's uh, a good fantastic. What, what are you guys picking up on Black Friday? I know that might be, uh, I'm not going to be on next Horizon week uh, because it's, it's I'm, gonna, I'm going for Horizon. Uh, nice. I'm going to get Resident Evil 7. Ooh, nice. You guys are out. making me so happy. Might right get now. Persona Five too. Yes. Yeah, I'm tempted on that's that. A, that's that's a big undertaking. I was going to get Wolfenstein, but I think I yes. want to play that for this on the Switch. I'm hearing that Doom was really oh. impressive on the Switch because it actually worked. So I'm, it's got good reviews. I kind of wanna. I'm really in love with the Switch right now. You know. That's cool. So, um, I'm, I'm looking yeah. for Assassin's Creed also. I think. But I know it's coming out in like 2018. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not sure how this, the second Wolfenstein, I'm just not sure how well it would work, especially in handheld. Um, I'm just not sure how well it would work because it's quite a grandiose game in its like locations. Um, but it's it's a great game. Like, however, yeah. however you decide to play it, play it because it's fantastic like that uh, game is just all it seems like those goofy. bethesda games are kind of like like bethesda knows how to make the switch work from everything i've heard so yeah. i that's I, true i i don't know i might be the game i'll be i'll be the test subject on that i i, I want to buy doom on the switch i just don't want to spend 60 dollars on doom yeah again. yeah you know? that's yeah. crazy yeah. i mean for for a game that's been out for a while when you consider sure. when Rise of the Tomb Raider came out for PlayStation 4. Excuse me. Um, there was... Instead of that being a £50 game, I think it was 40 And mm-hmm. there was more content in it than when it came out on Xbox One. As, it kind of um, as well as new stuff like for PSVR and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think charging that much for it is a yeah. bit on the wrong side. So is the so. way of Nintendo sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they they have a habit of doing odd things. Let's yeah. let's just say that. So, but, right, we yeah. shall wrap this mother up right about here. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com/talkinggamesvideos. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv/talkinggames. Cody, um, who I he started this Tuesday, will be streaming Tuesday to Saturday. Um, most Tuesdays to Saturday. He will be streaming this Saturday because Bobby and Justin will be streaming for Extra Life. 
at around 8 p.m. EST for, he says, one to two hours. Um, I asked him earlier on. So join in for that. So regular streaming. Um, yeah, and is we, now, I, think. I joined him on his first one last night. We played some Killing Floor 2. We had a lot of fun. I just want to say thank you to Mr. Fitzes, who was in the chat with us, helping us get some collectibles. We ended up getting two trophies last night. So that was fantastic. Nice. Also cool. Um, you can send us long-form messages at games at talkingcomicbooks.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash talkinggamespc. And we are on the Twitters at talking underscore games. My personal Twitter is at h underscore paz. Matt? Johnny Matt Wood on both Twitter and Instagram. Oh, the Insta. Uh, Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Kill Samus, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. Thank you. Samwise. I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. And uh, And... I just want to also mention, uh, you know, we've still got Extra Life going. Cody streamed last weekend. So thank you for everyone who donated for that. Thank you, Cody. And then, Hugh, do you know what time Bobby is starting on Saturday for his stream? Not sure. I think he's aiming to go for about five or six hours with Justin. I, th- off the top of my head, I seem to remember about about five p.m. Eastern. I didn't remember if that was the start time or the end time. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll we'll tweet it out and yep. let everybody know. Um, and, I'll ask uh, and Bobby, I'll... and we'll we'll let people know in plenty of time. And you can still donate, so we'll. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes for, for that as well. So we appreciate everyone who's donated. You guys are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done we've done incredibly this year. Like I'm just massive thanks to everyone who's donated, and like some people have just been generous beyond like any of our expectations. Um, so you can follow Cody at Comic Book Cody on Twitter. You can follow Bobby at Bobby Shorter, and Justin is Jeroke J O R O. Okay. God, I didn't think that one was going to make it out. Oh, that was tense. <laughs> Neither did I. I was like, <laughs> crap, I forgot how to spell for a moment there. Um, so, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> thank you, Hugh. <laughs> and thank you to all of you. Until next time, be good to one another. <laughs>